Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, excuse me, what's today's Chef Special? Welcome to Chef Special, the podcast that brings you the world of food and beverage with facts and information that challenge the status quo. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Patrick Honeywell, with Chef Special on the Believe Podcast Network, your best food destination choice. Today, I am very happy to welcome to the show Chef Hervé Gillard. Hervé is the Director of Education at the award-winning and prestigious Institute of Culinary Education, located in Pasadena, California, where he oversees faculty, curriculum, and student success. Hervé, how are you today? I'm doing great. How about you, Patrick? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. It's a beautiful morning. Right. <laughs> so far, so good. So thank you for joining me on the show today. I've, we've talked about having you on, and, and I appreciate you fitting me in the schedule. Uh, so uh, I'm really, really happy about the subject matter today, which is really all about you and uh, your journey, uh, where you started, and then where you ended up, and then we'll go into some more fine detail about that, okay? Okay, great. So let's start with uh, your background to, to kind of walk us through that. Sure. Um, so I'm French, as you can tell, with uh, my heavy accent. Yeah, beautiful um, accent. <laughs> I grew up in a, in a, in a family of uh, restaurateurs. Um, so two of my uncles had a bakery, um, two bakeries in Saint-Florent-le-Veil. And um, I grew up in that environment. And it's, you know, you learn a lot just by being shipped over there during the summertime and, and helping out in the kitchen, you know, mm. while you don't have school. Um, and I grew up in that, but after that, I got sidetracked a little bit. Um, I was pretty good in school. So I went to, um, to the university and I became an engineer. Mm. And um, I was working for Disneyland in Paris. And in the 90s, I got the chance to move to the US working for Disney. So mm -hmm. I came uh, here in California and I worked for Disney for a little bit. Um, for the studios in, uh, in Glendale. And um, I wanted to go back to my first love, you know, that was cooking, so cooking and baking. So I opened my own business of um, private chef and catering. And then um, in 2000, I was hired by um, Le Cordon Bleu um, to teach mm. and to open the restaurant in Pasadena for the school, for the mm -hmm. Le Cordon Bleu school. I stayed with them until... 2011 and um, after that I decided to open another business so I left I opened a business that were doing um, uh, as well catering and, and and private classes and and consulting at the same time I was kind of missing that educational component so I started teaching part-time as an adjunct at uh, the College of the Canyon in Santa Clarita mm -hmm. and then a little bit later in 2016, um, I was hired at the University of Antelope Valley down in Lancaster. Um, I became the department chair for the culinary department there. Mm -hmm. And then in 2018, I was hired when uh, ICE opened in Pasadena. Mm -hmm. uh, ICE is the Institute of Culinary Education. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a off branch from a, from a long institution in New York, and we opened in 2018, and there we are. There we are. Yeah, you know, I checked out a little bit, uh, a little bit about ICE, and I believe it was founded in New York around 1975. I think something like that originally. Correct. Yeah. So it's been it's been a long long lasting institution in New York. It's, uh, 1975. You're right. 
mm-hmm. um, and uh, it, it's been forever since. It changed a little bit, of course. Mm-hmm. Then a beautiful building in in Manhattan, and uh, it's it's a great great school. Long long tradition of uh, being very successful school. Yeah, it's got a great reputation. I think it. Uh, I'm not sure which publication listed it as number one in America as the best culinary school. It was listed in best culinary school in 2016 by uh, the Daily Mail, mm-hmm. and um, also by. Uh, um, the IACP in 2015. So, you know, good uh, good records right there. And, and we're happy sure. to, to mm-hmm. be here in, in locally in, in LA with our Pasadena branch and offering the same kind of high-level education to, um, to the students over here on the West Coast. I looked up a little bit more, tried to get a better understanding of, of uh, the institution. And it's interesting. I think you have five areas of study, uh, culinary arts that you offer to students, pastry and baking arts, which is dear to your heart, uh, health supportive culinary arts, restaurant and culinary management, and also hospitality and hotel management. And that's, that's a big list. And I know that you're the culinary director, director of education. So th- you've got a big job. We do. And, and it's, we're growing pretty fast in, in, uh, in our LA branch. So I'm mm-hmm. happy to see that. Um, in LA, we, uh, we have only four programs. Okay. We have the, the culinary arts you were mentioning, um, mm-hmm. the health-centered culinary arts, which is fairly new. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have our pastry, uh, pastry art programs and the culinary management program. Mm-hmm. We don't have the hospitality yet, but uh, you know it might come in the future. Um, God knows. Let's talk about the school. You have different areas uh, that, that are taught there. What are some of your favorite courses? Well, for me, you know, it kind of depends on the mood. I would say I love teaching baking um, and, and specifically the, the bread program and, and our Danish and croissant program. Um, that's just dear to my heart. You know, it's, it's just a personal kind of uh, uh, journey there where I love baking. And, and um, right now, a lot of people are, you know, putting their, their toes in the water of uh, sourdough and, and so on. And it's a, it's a wonderful world where you never stop learning, you know, even, even us as instructor, we still want to learn. There's still new things coming up. There's still um, older techniques that have to be revised and, and re-explored. And it's a never ending uh, journey. And, and that's what I love about teaching too, is that, you, you know, you, you discover a lot for yourself as well. It's not just, um, it's not a static environment. You're constantly learning, exploring new things. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very fulfilling. So let's talk a bit about the students, maybe their goals. Do you get young students that, that choose uh, the, uh, the culinary, uh, your institute, um, as, say, the next step from high school into college? Or is it some people retired that love to learn because there's so much available to them there? What, what, what do you see? Well, we have a, a very unique model um, that our program is very short. Um, it's mm-hmm. all geared toward experience and uh, kitchen work. Uh, we're very short on academics. Um, it's a vocational program. And that's mm. part of the success for ICE, where we try to focus on something that's quick and tense. It's five days a week. For most of the programs, some of them have a version of three days a week, um, but it's packed. And that's the idea that, you know, less than a year, you get a lot under your belt and your, 
you know, you're ready to go for entry-level jobs in, in the industry um, all abroad, abroad and, and um, in the country, mm. uh, everywhere that you, that you can think of. So it's, it's an intense, it's, um, it's a short program, and um, that's our business model. That attracts two different kinds of uh, students. We have some uh, career changers, people who want to explore a little bit more in this world. They may be from, from another uh, track in the past, and they want to, to have something a little bit different in their, um, in their career. And we also have uh, younger students who just come from high school. Maybe they want to explore that field of culinary world. Um, and, and they want something that's quick and, and get on the road and get into the job force. Well, I think you have a great employment rate for the students coming out. Uh, the percentage is very high. So you uh, obviously know what you're doing. Be able to place them. We have a great, great placement team. And mm -hmm. here in LA, it's a, it's a team of three and they do a great, great job. We have such wonderful lists already just in two years, you know, places like uh, Vespertine and we had some students going to Alinea. We have mm. some students who graduated and, and after the externship, they stayed at the, the French Laundry. Um, yeah, locally, mm. you know, Spago, John and Vinny's. Um, Broken Spanish. On the pastry side, we have places like Mill Bar and Dominique Ansel. Mm. Um, we sent some students in Las Vegas. Uh, we had some just at uh, Kurt in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And um, we had some who, who choose to go abroad for the externship. And we'll get back to the externship part. Uh, but we have one who just came back from, from Barcelona. Hmm. The list is, is continues and continues, you know, Bestia and Animal and Providence and awesome places. Wow, it's amazing. It sounds like you keep good uh, in good touch with some of the owners of these different businesses, or they go to you, they reach out to you and say, hey, let me know when you have some good students. Um, so you have a good system set up for placement. We do. We, so we have a team that just do that. They do mm -hmm. uh, placement, so for externship, for students who are in class, but also for the alumni. So once they graduate, they can come back to, uh, to us and contact our, um, our team of uh, placement hmm. and uh, we'll try to uh, give them some good listings. We do have preferential uh, contact with a lot of our chefs and owners and uh, they know the quality and the caliber of our students and, and they get back to us and, and hmm. they, want, uh, they want more. So yeah. that's, that's <laughs> a, great, a great legacy. Yeah. Well, I know that you are a great teacher. I, I was reading one of your quotes that stuck with me. Uh, and uh, let me know if I'm misquoting, but never leave the classroom with an unclear mind. Reflect on your successes and challenges every day. So it's almost like you don't let them leave unless they really understand what they got. And then, you know, dwell on that. You know, I think that's important. I see you have you done your homework. I, I'm trying really because <laughs> yours, I don't want, I want to be on their good, your good side because you're a really strong instructor and great pastry chef. <laughs> I think it's so important. You know, there's some, um, so when we look for, for our instructors, we look for good technicians and, and mm. good chefs, but also mm -hmm. some people who are good instructors. And you know, it's find few in between um, because some people are great technicians, but they they don't know how to teach. Sometimes they're not willing to share their recipes and their methods and their secrets. So you have a unique intersection of two worlds: there, the world of teaching and the world of chefs. Um, and we try to, to get into that narrow field where people really want to share their experience. I mean, um, how many times any of us have had some 
some bad teachers who they just want to deliver the information, but they're not willing to go deeper and contact with, you know, get in touch with the students and know what, what makes them tick and what do they want to get out of it? That's so important. And, mm. and we have a saying that education is a discussion. It, no, it's, it's two ways. It's a two way mm. street. You can't just deliver in a dry fashion. It has to be engaging and it has to be fulfilling for both the instructor and the students as well. So we try to bridge that gap. Hmm. Well, I'd like to, maybe if I can go back a little bit, when I first met you, I was very impressed because part of what you offer there to the students is an opportunity to see, you know, different things in action, whether it's, you know, baking bread or it could be croissants, it could be cakes, it could be just about anything. We did a tour at La Chef Bakery and you had them with their paper, you know, with their binders, with their notes. You wanted to make sure they had questions ready. How, and then at the end of the tour, uh, we sat down again and you went around the table and you did kind of an assessment. You wanted to make sure that they, was, they were very clear on what they saw and what they got out of it and if they had more questions. So it was super, you were super organized, very impressive as an instructor. I appreciate that. You know, it's, it's exactly like that. It's, it's about knowing where we're going for the tools, knowing what we're going to see for the, for the lesson of the day. Um, and then having a recap at the end so that you feel engaged, the students are getting the most of it. Um, so they can't flush their questions. If they're not ready for class, then, you know, some of it is going to be over their head or some of it is going to be ignored because they're not prepared to receive it. So it's part of the preparation for class is something we try to teach um, to be to get the most of the time together. Mm. You know, and having that wrap up at the end is important to make sure that we don't leave someone behind that, that didn't grab the concept or that something is not clear because something that's not clear, you know, it, it's just end up being ignored or, or overlooked. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a friend that, uh, that actually is taking classes there and she was very excited to be accepted. And, and because they, they had checked other culinary schools and they're very particular. Uh, and when she found out that she was going to be going there, she was very excited. Do you have any particular students or that, Maybe you remember when they, they let you know, oh my gosh, you know, I got, I'm going to be working over here. Oh yeah, all those students, especially the one who went to Alinea, or the one who went to, to Spain, they had cleared goals in mind. Definitely, and I think that's important. Um, our placement team is great and they'll, you know, they'll reach out and they'll try to organize some stage and, and some, uh, some interviews. But unless the student has a good idea of what they want to go and their, you know, their short-term and long-term goals, then it's a little bit of, um, you know, a shot in the water. Um, so having clear goals as a career path is very important for the student. We mm -hmm. help them to try to, to find that, try to find their calling if they don't have a clear idea. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely they get very excited. They're very, you know, the one who came back from Spain, I mean, came back on visit, he showed us a bunch of pictures and, mm -hmm. and that, was, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. So we try to, to keep in touch. We, the externship is at the end of their course. Um, that's their last step before mm -hmm. they graduate. And we try definitely to get in, in touch with them and have them come back, talk to the new students, share their experience as well. And it's always very exciting. When a student goes over with you, uh, like where their passion is, it might be the cake, uh, maybe cakes, learning cakes or decorating in the, in the class. Do you find yourself, uh, as you help 
the placement team determine where they may want to work to, to say this person's really interested, they have a passion here and go that way or just wherever there's job opportunities in the field? Well, we try to, if they have a clear idea where they want to go, we try to accommodate those as much as possible. And, and sometimes it's, it's organizing those stages and, and those uh, and not direct uh, interviews, but, but kind of go through the back door a little bit by mm -hmm. special relationships we have with some of the chefs. Sometimes it's uh, helping them for volunteer events or um, for the Oscars or, you know, things like that, where hmm. we try to, to create those, those liaison with, with the chefs that are a little bit less formal and less direct. And mm -hmm. that's a good foot in the door. Um, our placement team comes about three or four times in the classroom and educate them in resume writing and in, um, in search for jobs and try to kind of narrow down their choices as well. Mm. Um, yet at the same time, some students have a very clear idea when they start school. And then because they discover that there's a whole new world that they didn't think about, that, that expands their horizons as well. So we try to, uh, to stay in touch with them through the process so that at the end of the, the classes, we have a good idea where to put them. Um, that's also why we have our externship at the end of the classes and not in the middle like some other schools might have. Mm -hmm. um, this is for us definitely a, a project at the end, a capstone type of project to see how they put all their skills together in the workforce. Very interesting. Well, let me ask you a, a personal question. So uh, I'm, I know your background, you, you're an amazing pastry chef. If you had friends over, what type of pastry would you, would you want to share? And maybe you can tell us a simple recipe that listeners can do at home or just some general tips. Oh, I'm big on um, fruits for dessert, for pastries. Mm. I love fruits. Mm -hmm. um, so I tried to, I, I'm a big fan of pies. Pies and, and tarts, um, mm -hmm. I think they're, they're um, very lovely to see. So there's a visual aspect to it that I really like. Um, and it just tastes delicious. So mm. I always go for pies. Um, mm -hmm. That's my to-go kind of dessert, my go-to dessert. Um, especially in the summer, I love strawberries. So I just did some uh, strawberry tarts the other day for, mm -hmm. for this weekend. Um, I just go for that. So it's simple, simple also to put at the last minute because you can have pie dough that's ready in the fridge. So mm -hmm. my quick fix for, for your listeners is, is I like to make a three, two, one dough. Mm -hmm. um, and it's three parts flour, two parts butter, and one part of ice cold liquid. So usually it's water, but you could use orange juice or something like that. Interesting. And yeah, it's delicious. Mm. You put a pinch of salt in there. Mm -hmm. And it's a dough that you can use for pastries that are sweet, but as well uh, as savory pastries. So I always have some in my freezer because uh, people coming, you know, might wait, do a pot pie or chicken pot pie or a dessert with it. So when you make a pie, uh, I did see a photo, I think, uh, posted a beautiful photo of your, your strawberry tart or strawberry pie. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. So do you prefer to use a pie dough for something like that or a pate sucre, you know, a sugar dough? What's your, which one do you prefer? Well, if I, for that, it would be great with, with a sugar dough, but I didn't have any in my freezer. So that's uh -huh. why I use pie dough. 
<laughs> well, that makes more sense because you can use the pie dough, like you said, for savory items too. So you, you, you have extra applications. Hmm. Right, right. Um, yeah. Especially if I'm going to make a, a more of like an apple pie or something like that, mm. or a peach pie, I definitely like pie dough. Strawberries go well with a pâte sucrée. I, I love it with pâte sucrée or pâte sablée. Um, but they, that takes a little bit more step. So if you're in a rush, it might not be uh, <laughs> yeah. the best application. For yeah, sure. that makes sense. Well, I want to ask you before we close, and I, I appreciate you being on the show so much. Can you tell the audience some contact information, maybe to contact you or also the school if they want more information about taking some classes there? Oh, sure. So um, right now we have only our professional programs. Mm -hmm. um, but if you want to have a tour of the facility or meet our admission or uh, our admission team. Um, so we're in Pasadena. We're on Green Street, mm -hmm. um, 521 East Green Street in Pasadena. Uh, we have a website that's ice.edu. So that's easy to remember. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a phone number, a free phone number. It's 888 718 chef and then nice. and then you can find us on instagram and social media under ice culinary mm -hmm. so we use instagram a lot mm -hmm. um so like us on instagram and you'll see a lot of uh, of cool pictures and stories uh, from the students and success stories and and so on mm. sounds great well, listen, Hervé, I, I want to thank you for being on the show and for taking time and your busy busy schedule and um, it's just really been an honor to speak with you. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Patrick. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. And remember, we are available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on your social accounts. If you have any favorite topics or special guest requests, please let us know. You can find our contact information in the show notes and be sure to like, comment, and share the show with your friends. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.